What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Lakers Outsiders Podcast. My name is Donnie McHenry. I am joined, as always, by my pal, Walt. Walt, how you doing this evening? Man, you know I'm doing good, man. Just uh, watching tanking basketball, recovering from winning time, recovering from the weekend in general. Ready to get it going, bro. Absolutely, yeah. We had a... As you can tell by my voice, we had a great weekend as Lakers fans. Of course, uh, every weekend is just so fun uh, this season with this team. Of course, I'm joking. Uh, We're here to talk about the, like we have in the past three weeks, to talk about the Winning Time show. Uh, They just aired episode four this past Sunday with that episode, of course, being overshadowed by the slap heard around the world uh, at the Oscars. And between that and what, like the 113th collapse by the Lakers this season uh, that also happened on Sunday, we're finally getting around to recording this podcast. Um, But before we get into talking about winning time, enjoyed the episode four that most recently aired. We're going to go ahead and talk about these stupid Lakers (laughs) as this is a Lakers podcast. Uh, They lost on Sunday to the Pelicans basically ruling out their chances of hosting a play-in game and further hurting their chances of even making the damn thing. They're now only one loss ahead of the Spurs for the 10th seed as we're recording the Spurs, I think are barely leading the Rockets. Um, but currently they're one loss ahead, assuming they, they, they do not uh, end up losing the Rockets to make it two losses ahead of the Spurs. And with eight games left for the Lakers, it's really starting to get scary. Uh, I've definitely been entertaining the thought of them missing the play in the past few weeks. But with eight games left, it's, we're really getting down to the nitty gritty. Uh, I think Sunday will mark one week left in the season once we mm-hmm. get there. So we're a little less, a little under two weeks left in the season. So I thought it would be an interesting little question. Me and Walt are both fans of the team, uh, first and foremost. As I say, fan first, uh, blogger second. But my question for you, Walt, is this. Are you fine with risking an embarrassing defeat to the Pelicans, Clippers, or Suns? <laughs> that is what I would assume would be the Lakers' path to go through the plan and then get into the first round with the Suns. Obviously, those are three of the Lakers' biggest enemies over the past couple of seasons. <sighs> Would you rather them risk an embarrassing defeat to one of them? I think if they get through the first two teams, they would almost certainly lose to the Suns in the first round. Or would you rather this team just bow out and end up getting surpassed by the Spurs to end up outside of the play-in? Man, just bow out, man. Stop playing. Stop playing. Let a let a more deserving team get in and compete and get their feet wet. Give us some exciting basketball. Um, at this point, with all the stuff they're dealing with, whether it's unforced things or you know things out of their control, let's just end the shenanigans, end the charade, man. Um, hell of a three a trio of opponents to have to face to keep your playoff dreams alive, right? <laughs> like you said, it's fun. the Clippers. It's funny how that works out. Man, the Clippers, the Pelicans, and then if you do get past those two, um you might you may 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 have to either play the uh the Timberwolves too. So, um, you know, getting past any of them and then having to go see the Suns just chef's kiss from my my greatest enemies in the whole world. So, yeah, man, I um yesterday just I mean, I knew it. I, I was, I got excited naturally, you know, when I seen how they came out the gate. But I didn't get comfortable, <laughs> right? I think no. we all been there before. Where you like, all right, cool, I'm good. I can kind of, you know, lay around and do whatever. Never got there, so, and they did it. They did what I expected. It was just slow, <laughs> and methodical. Yeah, I was gonna say. I felt like you were kind of close to saying the. uh the classic. I don't know what NFL coach said that, but they they are who who we thought they were, and it was and that's perfect, perfect little transition because uh, LeBron had a nice quote. Yeah, it was right after the game where he. I can't remember what the question was, but it was basically one of the many questions the media has posed in terms of how do you answer for how much you guys suck. <laughs> basically, <laughs> that's what it amounted to. Do. And then. He kind of just dropped the, we are who we are. Oof, that just, 
that was basically that that to me was well one lebron was dealing with the ankle um at that time he had just limped into the media session but that was that was my interpretation of lebron not tossing the white like not putting up the white flag but getting in his hand getting in his hand and getting ready to getting ready to wave it uh not ready not really waving it it was kind of like last year uh last year he had some quote winding down the season i can't remember what it was but it was really discouraging i remember i saw and i tweeted uh yeah, we we ain't winning the championship this season. Even though a little bit after that, the hype train started uh, chugging along again, just in terms of like, okay, AD's back, okay. Mm-hmm. I think this was before, right before AD came back, and he said something. I can't remember what it was, but I tweeted. I was like, was that when he was talking about his ankle? When he was like, I'll never know. be the same again? I think it was the same yeah. thing, or the same night. The same I don't know. Vein, that, yeah. I don't know if that was a quote, but I remember tweeting it. And then our our boy, our founder of the Lakers Outsiders website, uh, Gary Kester, tweeted me with the Mark Cuban gif of uh, writing it down on the list. And I was like, go ahead and write it. <laughs> write it in bold. They're not winning the cha- like Like when LeBron does the, the verbal waving the flag, like that's it for them. Like they well, can't, like, you they're, not gonna, like they're not going to like, they're not going to like prove LeBron wrong. Like right. that's just not going to happen. Uh, I sure as hell had more confidence in last year's team doing it, but yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I want the ladder. I don't want them to make the play in. I'd rather, I'd rather, you know, get the Pat Bev's, uh, the Patrick Beverly's, whoever on the Pelicans. They can, they can get their tweets off. Like they're going to get their tweets off regardless. If one of those teams ends up eliminating us in the play in or the playoffs, I'd rather them. I'd rather them get them tweet get those tweets off with me not watching the Lakers embarrass themselves on national TV for what like the fiftieth time this season, but this time with in an actual winner go Thanks. home game, winner go to Cancun game. Uh, yeah, I guess I was kind of. What'd you say? I said not in a good way either going to Cancun. Like the No, sad Cancun. <laughs> well, LeBron won't be sad on Cancun. He'll be before the like the second round of the playoffs even start, he'll be posting those wrap it along lyrics videos with like all you can see in the background is just ocean and hillside, stuff like that. He'll he'll Do have those and he'll be having <laughs> a good time. Hell, Russ might be doing the same. Who knows? Uh yeah, good point about the Timberwolves. I guess I was kind of overlooking them. They're the seventh seed now. Two games behind the Nuggets, so unless some crazy things happen, it kind of seems like that's what the plan will be. Timberwolves, Clippers, Pelicans, and then we'll see on Lakers or Spurs. Pelicans could still end up on the outside looking in, but probably not. Um, But honestly, the Timberwolves aren't too far down the totem pole in terms of teams that love dishing it to the Lakers, especially with Pat Bev leading, leading the way. Uh, and we all saw how that ended up uh, a pretty intense game in Minnesota just a couple weeks ago. The classic Pat Bev yelling at <laughs> Russ is trash, holding the nose, stinky. And, Jesus, uh, you know, that's fine at all. But then stupid cat making fun of Russ airball. I can't <laughs> believe I can't believe we've come to this. Like it's, I really hey, can't the, believe it. It's the, it's the rest in peace bozo meme, man. We we on the other side of that. It Everybody really showing like, up in their pea coats and they they collar <laughs> button all the way up to the top with the shades on. I came to my the, biggest say, haters. With the shades on. Yeah. Got the hands hands folded in front. <laughs> all cordial. It's like let's, <laughs> let's let's bury these clowns, man. Yeah, man, it's not even like it's not even close to being comparable to last year either. Like when I gave up on them, I still like I still liked the team. Like I still mm-hmm. liked all the guys. Uh I liked the vibes of the entire team the entire season, but that's just a whole different freaking cocktail. I gotta yeah. I gotta down in regards to this team. It's just pathetic. Yeah, um, see, last year I didn't I didn't give up. because they were they they Last year it was. You remember we we kind of talked about um, the thing being the thing, where this year is just like so much stuff, not basketball. They allowing that to be the story, and that 
is affecting them being like a decent team or that story is like distracting in itself. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's like a turnoff versus last year. It was strictly just, Oh, we just hurt LeBron hurt. AD hurt. Schroeder hurt. Marcus all hurt. They were in and out of the lineup, but when they were whole, you know, they, the record spoke for itself or, you know, even when AD and LeBron were out, the numbers spoke for themselves, still was clamping people, still respectable. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't just be like, oh, we got the Lakers without LeBron and AD tonight. We're just going to go in here and get a quick dub. It was like, nah, mm-hmm. we actually have to go in and they're going to play hard. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I, none of that this year over a consistent stretch to give you no faith. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't like mm-hmm. – I wasn't thinking, oh, they're, they're going to get washed by the Suns in this series. So what? That was like the Suns were the two seed, right? And the Lakers were the seven seed last year. Well, seven seed after they won that initial game against the Warriors in the play-in. Um, but I was just kind of thinking in terms of like, man, like even if they like shocked the Suns, because I kind of even was thinking at the time, at the time, last year's team, I don't want any Suns fans to start freaking out. At that time... I thought the Lakers or the Suns were a great ma- uh, matchup for the Lakers in terms of the Lakers being able to win. Uh, but then, of course, after that, what they would have had to go through the Clippers. We obviously know, come like in the past eight matchups, how the Lakers fare in terms of playing the Clippers, whether whether we got LeBron and AD out there or not. Uh, and then, God, who the hell did the Suns play in the West Conference Finals, or did they play the Clippers? I blacked, oh, um, I blacked out last year's play- Western Conference see. playoffs. I, wa- so I watched was, the NBA Finals, but... It was Mavericks, Clippers, the Clippers won. Then it was Clippers, Jazz, Clippers won. So it was the Clippers in the Western Conference Clippers Finals. Clippers and right? the Suns in the Western Conference Finals? Yeah. That, that, that makes hey, sense. Hey, that's crazy. But then, like, what, <laughs> Kawhi got hurt during that? I mean, they... Yeah, he got the hurt Suns against Jazz. Playing, the Suns were playing just a murderer's row of people without mm-hmm. their stars. But yeah, man, I mean, they've been shown they like they just haven't shown fight all season. So I'm sick of I'm just sick of caring about them. And I want it to be wrapped up as soon as possible. And I don't need I don't need the I don't know what the opposite is of a cherry on top of a milkshake, but I don't need the cherry on top of freaking I mean, we got Paul, like Paul George is going to be back soon. I don't need Paul George scoring like 35, 40 on the Lakers, kicking them out. I don't need the Pelicans freaking like David, Gr- like shots of David Griffin smiling his ass off up in a suite or something. I can't do that. And I sure as hell cannot. I just can't do a four game sweep from the Suns or even, <laughs> or even a gentleman sweep. Like just the thought of it makes my skin crawl. I would I would rather them lose in the play in. Like if we're gonna get in and let's like I just can't believe I'm even saying that about a Lakers team. Like this is just like not something I would have like I really wish we had a time machine. Not even like not even that we could go back and like screw some things up. I wish I we had a time machine so I could just like go back and like whisper like a ghost into my ear in like September but like, <laughs> hey, hey, guess what? Guess what? Lakers are going to be a 10 seed with eight games left and they're going to end up probably losing to the Pelicans in New Orleans in that first play in. It's going to be awful. And just like see see my old self's reaction and then laugh and then come back to the the, the present which sucks. <laughs> Son, I need a ghost. I wish a ghost would have whispered in LeBron and AD's ear and just said, hey, Hey, that guy, that one point guard, don't do it. You like him? You like him so much. He, he, <laughs> he's such a cool. He's such a cool guy. You love him? Nah, it's not gonna be cool at all. Mm. It's gonna be the opposite of cool. It's gonna suck. Like Kyle Lowry, who you talking about, man? You talking about Alex Caruso? Oh, like, no, I mean, no. I mean, I don't even think Kyle Lowry's been as Kyle. I don't know if Kyle's been amazing this season, but well, you say we held on. We held on to THT right now. We we (laughs) clutched THT like clutching like a like a a woman clutching pearls. Just like no, not our THT. 
for Kyle Lowry? You're insane. Yeah. Well, Walt's rubbing his eyes for people that uh, cannot see it on the podcast. It, that's, I mean, yeah, that's that's where we're at. I figured, you know, I didn't get your answer earlier in the day in terms of where you would lie on this, but I figured you'd be right there with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was kind of think I was kind of thinking in those four games, like shoot, like we get AD, it would be kind of fun to win a couple playing games uh, and put a little scare into the Suns. But I mean, honestly, it's like the nail in the coffin is this LeBron ankle thing because he's doubtful for Tuesday's game against the Mavs. So yeah, AD got upgraded. We can't even freaking enjoy that because LeBron's hurt now, hurt really bad. Um. We're going to have to play Luka Doncic and the Mavs nearly full strength. And we'll see. I, I kind of wrote my little plug for silver screen roll like they freaking need it. Uh, <laughs> in my preview, I wrote um, that last time last time they played with all LeBron and AD was the last time I was happy about them. Granted, it was only two games ago against the 76ers uh, when they lost it by five. But I don't know, Luka... Luca is a little bit more of a serious beast than James Harden, that's for sure. And I don't know. Embiid was having such a weird game that game. Like freaking yeah. Dwight Howard was giving him buckets. Dwight Howard, who was looking like he was running on E that entire right right from the jump of the second half. Boy, woo man. You seen that he play stuck. when he walked up? He like it was some kind of coverage. I saw and one he just where he over was to the coverage. Yep. And I saw one where he was <laughs> Pulled out to the top of the like three point line, and he had to run back into the lane. And I could tell he was like doing his interpretation of running, bro. It looked like he was like shuffling across, like not shuffling laterally, shuffling forward. Yeah, I seen that. And I and, and I don't even want to like talk too much mess about him. Like he's just old. Like, yeah, he, man. He actually he was that. playing pretty good in that first half and had a great game against the Seventy Sixers, but he. It's sad. Five or what? Three full days of rest and just still can't, you know. I mean, I, not that I would have wanted Dwight Howard to be playing freaking whatever he played, like 30 plus minutes in any game this season. But it is, it's just sad. He's not able to do it anymore. Hey, I man, but, but, you, but, you, but you know what, though, man? Yeah, yeah. It's nothing hey. like when you when you go into the offseason and you say, let's let's build a championship team with the the kind of bigs we had during our championship year that can run, get up and down the court, be physical, and said big is available as a free agent, and you don't even bat an eye to try to bring him back. Hmm. Who's that? One JaVale McGee. Who's? Oh, yeah. I think JaVale had like a 20 – he had like a crazy game this year for the Suns. Remember when they were down? Yeah, Eight. he did. He did have like a crazy and game. You talk about putting season. a knife in you and just turning it. And that's another guy I can tell in the few times they've played him since they got him. He, he loves playing the Lakers. Granted, I feel like that was how he was every game. It's like, it's such chaos of him just running around. And like, it looks like he's giving like 120% effort. And sometimes it ends up looking great. Most of the time, or not most of the time, most of the time it does end up looking great. Some of the times it ends up like an absolute, just 16 car pileup uh, with him, the only car. But uh, let's not let's not talk about old yeah. guys. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start getting sad. Uh, did you have any more? This is like I don't know. I I guess we've already talked about on this pod uh, about us giving up, haven't we? I feel like we talked about this. In, mm-hmm. in like I, think, I don't think we talked about Which, it in, in this much detail, though. You know, no. And I, I, I definitely don't think I share like as much as I share. Even though I ain't share too much. Like I broke ground what I said. I said the obvious stuff. So. You know. And you know, back then, and I feel like it was like it was like us giving up on them winning a championship. Mm-hmm. But now it's like me giving up on them. Even they can't win a play. A fight yeah, these teams are better than these them. games. I do want to say one more thing: like the sheer size difference that the Pelicans put on the floor yesterday, and we just <laughs> we couldn't match it. Like even our. You know, we talked about, and they have been playing good ball, Wien and Stanley, but specifically the kind of long guys that uh, the Pelicans have are the ones, since we've got LeBron, that we just haven't had an answer for. Just those those wiry, quick twitch, um, 
like they have like a bunch of them kind of scaring me a little bit in terms of hey man <laughs> in the future even the, even the future yeah it's like imagine like an, uh, another year of herb jones getting you know getting his feet wet trey murphy getting his feet wet oh yeah and then you got a uh, an all-star in brandon ingram and then uh what's that dude's name the one everybody keep talking about oh uh zion williamson <laughs> okay i was like are you doing a bet here <laughs> oh and they got what, what's the other guy name who um scores a lot perfect two uh, i think it's like two letters yeah i'm like man jc uh, something <laughs> ray mccollum <laughs> from detroit university no, oh man no. yeah that uh just the thought of that them having a good squad moving forward makes me sick because hating on david griffin's been one of my favorite people to hate on in man. the past couple of years ever since he said that uh said that lebron's not the same animal about winning David Griffin, David Griffin got on, got a reporter on, on record to say, or a reporter got him on record to say, LeBron doesn't have that dog in him anymore. <laughs> I need him to I've say explained. it again, man. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe the body will hold up. That ankle will get healed yeah. right away. I know. <laughs> we talked oh, about man. enough losing time, man. Let's talk about some, some winning time. Let's, let's talk about some winning time. Uh, absolutely. Let's. Let's put those Lakers in the dirt. They're in the dirt. We're done with them. Uh, let's talk about some winning time. Episode four. Mm-hmm. Got to see the boys go into Palm Springs for a little training camp, uh, led by their new coach, Jack McKinney, who I think at least three or four people asked uh, in the episode, who the F is Jack McKinney? And <laughs> of course, that was what the episode title was as well, with three asterisks on there, of course. Uh, I guess kind of start off there. I thought it was really interesting that they uh, censored the name of the episode. And then within the first, I don't know, 30 seconds, I was seeing some uh, female full frontal. Mm, Sinning time. Sinning time. And back in full force, baby. And then, Mm -hmm. and then freaking little genie walking up to the, to the dinner table. Wow. Said full frontal is in front of my face. I know. Couldn't even get a quesadilla, man. Trying to, you know, get a little uh, Southwestern <laughs> uh, in there in his stomach. Joanne Buss couldn't even get a margarita before I was seeing this. I mean, shoot, Jeannie was like barely five steps away from the table, walking away with her mom before Jerry said, "Back to back to business, back what? to show time." And they really got into it. I was like, I mean, if you just kind of put the camera, you know table level above we, yeah. we'll get what's going on like hey, what are we doing right here man <laughs> i was like i thought i thought i was gonna see his hand like not to get in details over over the undergarments nope straight to the side i was oh not wanting to see that um figured we start there just because here's here's my note first scene at restaurant dot 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 ew <laughs> that was my that was my note to remember to bring that up uh other than that, they go from there. That was their little flashback of the episode, cold open. But then, yeah, they're going to go into training camp. Uh, kind of the appointment of Jack McKinney as the head coach after Jerry West stepped down. Classic Jerry, still, he can't get away from the game of basketball. They're really showing that type of idea in full force in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's just go ahead and get into our little categories. That was basically what the episode revolved around, uh, their little training camp couple side stories here and there, but definitely kind of focus on the training camp and Magic's teammates hating them, yada, yada, yada. But who was, starting off, who was your MVP of the episode? Who was your favorite actor slash character? Oh, my, man. Matter of fact, I got a funny story about this and uh, a little bit of a name drop. My man, Edwin Hodge, a.k.a. Ron Boone. Ron okay, so, Boone. So is he... Uh, Oh wait, that's uh, Edwin Hodge. That's Aldis Hodge's brother. I was just gonna say yeah. that Aldis Hodge's Hawk brother. Man. I know Aldis Hodge, um, and he was the one who was really calling him Rook and giving him shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, yeah. Sir. Well, go. Let's hear this name drop. So um, back when Clubhouse got when it was popping during like the pandemic or whatever, I used to go into these. You know, I love horror movies and stuff, so I used to go into these rooms with um, a mutual friend of mine. 
and she would bring me on stage. We would chit chat. And I actually got to, we all got on stage, me, Edwin Hodge, her, and we just talked about the Purge series because he was in the Purge. Um, he was in the first Purge, first and second Purge. Remember, he was the main, um, he was one of the main protagonists. Uh, he was the homeless guy. And uh, you remember Ethan Hawk family took him in. House. Yeah, yeah. So we just talked that and shot shit and had a good time, man. Cool dude. Real cool dude. Um, and when I was watching, I was like, man, this dude look familiar, man. That's and what I was, I was thinking like, too. Well, I said, let me get on the Googles. I said, look at my man. I am prospering. And uh yeah. Um, but yeah, man, he did a hell of a job though. Um, you know, uh, like you said, he was bullying Magic Johnson really giving him shit and of course he got i want to say um we'll get into michael cooper and his uh his story and his legacy with the lakers but um i'm pretty sure he probably ron boom got cut because he only played one year with the lakers too well he was there for that 78 79 year um but i don't really know i have to look into it a little bit more to see what happened but yeah, that was a he was a trip, man. He was uh he was showing out. Norm Nixon was showing out, of course. Who come on now? He he looks Norman. great. He was absolutely ripped. Hey, that dude, man. I Devontae Nixon, he he got next, man. He he's yeah, he's absolutely ripped. And yeah, well, you said he was in Snowfall recently, right? Oh man. Yeah, I've, you, I've never you, watched. Yeah, never I was gonna watched. say I know you probably never seen it, but if you do want to get into it. You just want to see the scene he was in, bro. Just we talking about three minutes of imagine Norm. Um, and he didn't, Norm, and he didn't Norm have to Nixon. wear, and he didn't have to. I'm assuming he didn't have to wear no stupid uh, like late '70s haircut in this. He had to, he was in the '80s. No offense, no offense to his dad. <laughs> he was in the '80s. Uh, he he was dripped in the '80s wear though. He had a little fila jumpsuit on, a little like pork chop sideburns. I'm sure. I'm really. I'm really fade. showing my. I'm really showing my knowledge. Is Snowfall set in the '80s? Yep. Oh, I'm God. I'm so yeah, stupid. So, so I mean, hey, snowfall. he probably, uh, you know, knowing how these movie studios work, he probably just went from like set to set. Like, all right, let me uh take this off, oh, take this sure. off, put this on. Let's get to work. Hey, that man, that brother working, man. He working. He probably, he probably said yes to the Lakers thing, and then just got into a yes, 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 yeah. yes. Like, <laughs> might as well just go on a roll and see, uh, see if something really big sticks, or he, he ends up getting something big. Uh. Yeah, I was wondering about that, and honestly, I was like, I I didn't catch who he was playing. I was honestly, I've never heard of Ron. You said Ron Boom. Mm-hmm. Some some old Lakers fans are about to be screaming at me to listen to this. Like, uh, oh, Donnie, you don't know Ron Boom? God, this young dumbass. <laughs> um, yeah, but I kind of figured I was like, okay, whoever this guy is, uh, this is obviously someone that Jack McKinney cut in real life. I'm assuming they're not making a making up people who got cut. That would be, well, I guess according to a lot of people, hey, they've really so they, they take liberties. the truth. <laughs> I mean, let me see. Liberties. I saw, I saw someone getting mad about, uh, Pat Riley saying, uh, the footage was for KCAL TV. I saw someone go, Oh, KCAL TV wasn't a thing till 1989. You freaking liars. Like, okay. All right. We're getting, we're getting mad about ABC's broadcast studios. Exactly. Names. It's called an Easter egg, sir or ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're doing a little Easter egg for some of the somewhat younger crowd. All right. Just be happy. You already know, you know what KCAL is. All right. Mm. Um, I really loved, and I knew he was in this and I love him. Uh, Tracy Letts as Jack McKinney. Very obvious one. I feel like he was kind of the, most he had the most screen time i'd say out of anyone in this episode uh first off just he like he's pretty balding in real life but man he doesn't have that type of head (laughs) (laughs) he he they made his hairline so bad in this but that's my dude he uh he's a big proponent of uh the steppenwolf theater little Mm -hmm. steppenwolf theater chicago Mm -hmm. shout out which uh, i which I was recently at uh, for a little play called King James. I think I told you about it, but uh, about mm. literally, literally about LeBron James. And you would know it was a two-man play, literally just two guys. Uh, and it's about like two buddies who uh, uh, love LeBron. They're from Cleveland, and it like it spot it's like goes over like fifteen years basically of their life, eh, somewhere like around there. 
like them loving LeBron coming in when he was like a rookie. And then like just randomly they're like sitting around and then they like look at their phones like, oh no, oh no, oh no, stuff like that. Uh, one of the guys is a main Steppenwolf guy, but the other guy, I don't know his name. I think you'll be able to get it from me. He's uh, the the white guy in Abbott Elementary. Mm. Uh, oh, I know yeah. you're talking about. Oh, my man. Yeah. And he was so and he was so funny at it. Um, and I I've already been wanting to watch Abbott Elementary, but and I still have to. But I was seeing commercials during the Oscars, and uh, I was like, oh, there he is, there he is. And he was so good <laughs> in it. Uh, really funny. It was kind of emotional, but really funny. But anyways, back to Tracy Letts, as I call him, the Let Man. Let uh, Man. The Tracy. He was man. so good. Loved the uh, kind of levitating line he had, and like kind of the mm-hmm. focus on that. It kind of looked like he was levitating in that chair when the. It was a cool visual of like, you know, the player like lines from his notebook from uh, notebook of plays coming out, coming around him, uh, and then kind of the shot of him just sitting at half court, just crisscross applesauce going over the plays. Uh, really enjoyed him, and I'm not sure how much more of him we're gonna get. I don't want to spoil it for very old lead. This, this is this is one part of this. Uh, formation of this Lakers dynasty that I do know about coming in mm-hmm. I did not know about uh, Weiss ended up in the trunk in last week's episode, but I do know basically how Jack McKinney is not the head coach of the Lakers for a long time, but we'll see. I think he's got at least one, if not two more uh, episodes where he's doing a lot of work, but we will see. I really enjoyed him and uh, kind of liked Jason Siegel's uh, Paul Westhead opposite mm-hmm. him, just like a meek, meek guy coming out of whatever uh he seemed like he was a professor for like a english class i think possibly some he was philosophy doing, he, was dro- he was dropping some like philosophy quotes left and right which i thought <sighs> was funny um but yeah that was my favorite performance uh who would you say is like the most improved i've got one that i'm pinpointing most improved man mm. most improved uh, I mean, every episode she gets stronger and stronger, man. I really do like uh, I like Jeannie Buss, man. Yeah, I was gonna Love say that was she, my she, fault. That was my choice. Yeah, every every episode like she does one thing that you can trace back to today, like that matters. Um, like I said, I, I might not agree with everything as you will find yourself in life uh experiencing. I agree with everything somebody does, but as you watch their humble beginnings and see all of the stuff they go through, you get a new. F- found respect for their position and that's something that you can always make sure you respect just the position the accomplishments and yeah she her <laughs> still in the big brown book as i call it um <laughs> i was like hey man we getting into some uh some uncharted territory hey man let me just stop acting surprised by all of this stuff because we heard these stories growing up about the lakers man i heard oh, about yeah. that book like a long time ago, I heard about the random trips to Vegas. Wait, so I this is a it. real book yeah. that's like like reported on? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, the trips to Vegas like something that that was like one of the first things I heard, like salacious things I heard about back in the day. I was like, hmm, is that right? I knew he was in the <laughs> real estate, and I knew he took a lot of trips to Vegas. And he wasn't just doing no gambling, from what I heard. So, yeah, I, I, uh, look, uh, much respect and love to the dead. Please forgive me, but hey. Yeah, my my girl my girlfriend walked to the room and he he had the page open, whatever, and she just saw the page. She was like, What is that? Is a little black book? And then like <laughs> it kinda kinda panned and you saw like how thick it was. She goes, Oh, big black book. Yeah. <laughs> and I was Man. like, Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Buss likes his women. If you haven't told uh if you haven't been able to figure out by uh midway through episode four yet. But yeah, I liked I really like Jeannie Buss. Might as well shout out the actress Hadley Robinson. Yes, uh, I thought she was really good in this episode. She's kind of—I feel like she's kind of been more so just like in the background so far. But I feel like she was kind of like the second star behind uh, behind Tracy Letts, who was playing Jack McKinney. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she kind of like has those. She has a couple lines in this where it's like, oh, this is like the little seeds that get planted that lead on to. Her becoming, you know, the first woman owner to win a championship, uh, this, that, and the other. And, mm-hmm. I mean, being an executive with the Lakers for the longest time. Uh, 
I kind of like, and there was like a little line where she said she was talking to the, uh, Sally Fields, uh, Jerry's mom, her grandma. She kind of said like, she kind of acknowledged like <laughs> Jerry being a little, little man whore. Kind of said like, <laughs> kind of said like, oh, like I just, I just see him walk around with his bimbos, and I kind of feel like they like throughout their lives and their careers, like far after this, it was like they both kind of like acknowledged. Like, I feel like he kind of acknowledged her being a playboy and she mm. kind of slightly acknowledged the fact like, yeah, Jerry likes the younger girls, you know, like, and I always thought like that was kind of a cool facet of like their relationship uh, that like, you know, they weren't like hey, he, hiding he, from it at all. <laughs> he opened that brown book like a JC Penny catalog, man. He just like <laughs> like licking his right licking his fingers, so, turning the yeah. pages. <laughs> like slow down, man. You're gonna get uh, you can get some jewels on the on your on your uh, your booking right there. That book, yeah. that book is nasty. The contents and probably just I like, know <laughs> you probably throw some holy water on that book and just sizzle with like a fajita skillet, <laughs> freaking like face melting off in uh in Indiana Jones. <laughs> what do you think that book is now? I mean, I don't want it. I, I got a family over here, but. Like what you think? They, they, they just that locked it away in a safe. Question. Is it like, nah, that's, a, that's, in like it? A, that's in like a shrine in Jim Boss's house? Mm-hmm. How much you think it's worth? Oh my god! If that book was to like sell on like eBay or charity or some shit, six figures, probably hey, sell the probably book. Fall, man. Pro- probably falling short of a mill. Yeah, let's sell that book. Then maybe we could play. <laughs> never yeah. mind. Never, never mind. I was gonna bring up the the white mamba's name. Let's yeah. Let's not get back into oh, okay. in the losing time business. But hey, you could use those those proceeds to maybe dip into the luxury tax. Exactly. More. I'm just saying. All I'm respect saying. to the ladies in the book. We respect the respectable ladies. We respect you know, them. We, yeah. It's we don't mean this in a revenge kind of way. Um. You know, we I'm just sure Jerry Boss. I'm the sure they got great grades after Jerry Boss paid for <laughs> mini nah, trips. I should stop. I should stop. Uh, well, let's see. Um, before we kind of move into who's pissed off this week, any other any other parts that you liked in the in the episode? Uh, when Pat Riley was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm the uh, I'm commentator, and I'm a basically like I'm a travel." Uh, Lee, whatever he said, and they was like loser, <laughs> flash the yep. loser up on the screen, <laughs> and, they were, and they were and they were and they were putting it up there a second before, but then yeah, he said travel. Oh yeah, when he when he lost the game, and it, fla- like, and it flashed down. like it flashed like so quick. Uh, same thing. I also liked when uh, Jeannie walked into the room with the two other like kind of like interns, not really interns, but like other like workers, and she was like, "I've smoked some grass for." I was like. She has she not. not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was good. And then she, uh, the one thing I was going to note, just a terrible, terrible acting performance of someone who's high. She was yeah. like doing the most like stereotypical, just like eyes low, like, <laughs> like <laughs> laughing and stuff. I was like, oh man, this, I hope this scene doesn't last much longer than this. Cause come on. Like, come um, on, man. Y'all in California, I don't know where her habits are, but you were, you were a little. A little bit of the devil's lettuce, man, and and, and get a better scene out of that, man. Come like, on, come man. on, I, is Jonah is Jonah Hill still on set? I'm sure he could show show her the ropes what it looks like to be high. <laughs> call Will Ferrell, or something. Not Will Ferrell. Um, Hell, call Seth Green. call Not probably John C. Riley. John C. Riley, Jason, John C. Riley, Jason Clark, and Adrian yeah, Brody could probably game. show all how it's done. And and Jason Segel, <laughs> he's definitely hung out with Jonah Hill uh, a decent amount on some sets. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, and then obviously the episode ends with the dawn of the of here. Let me do my uh, best announcer voice. Laker girls, you like that? Laker girls, Laker girls. He always, he always. That's his favorite thing to say. I don't, I don't like how it's his favorite thing. To <laughs> that say. little thing. That's his. You know, that's his favorite thing. That's that's his. That's his jack in the box and. Bill McDonald to Jack in the Box is what he is to Laker Girls. Loves that. Um, Yeah, overall good episode. I'm 
I was kind of hoping we would get into how Jack McKinney becomes not the head coach soon enough, but we'll see. I'm sure that's coming soon. I'm looking at the episode list right now. The next episode is going to be called Pieces of a Man. Mm. So we'll see. Uh, it's a little less obvious on what it's about than who the F is Jack McKinney, but we'll see. Uh, I'm super pumped to see where it's going, and I'm trying to figure out where the hell they're going to end it. Uh, this season since they're like trying to do multiple seasons but we'll see next week will be the fifth episode uh and i guess i feel like we were just talking about uh hey man we're gonna be doing this pie after the winning time i know it's crazy it's like man like four weeks later uh got any choices for who's pissed off of the week i think it's just i mean i think it's just every week whoever loves jerry west whoever loves match johnson is not gonna be exactly Every every week, MVP at the podium, hand got, around the award, G- tight. <laughs> they got Always they good. got Jerry West with his with his ear to the door. I I love that scene. Adrian Brody just popping out, banging yeah. his head right there. And he's like, and he's like, uh, uh, Adrian Brody or well, Pat Riley. Pat Riley's like, oh, they they not letting you in on the practice? No, no, that's not what it says. <laughs> oh, uh, great part is uh. When John C. Riley, Jerry Buss introduces Jack McKinney to Jerry West, and then John C. Riley's like, This guy went to bat for you. And then, like, and then it cuts to in the past, Jerry West going, Fine, I'll fucking go to bat for him. <laughs> <laughs> I he love like, like getting into a rage, man. Oh, it's so good. He's, he really is like, I mean, whatever. People are like, Oh, that's not how Jerry West is. I'm sorry, but his portrayal of jerry west is hilarious and i don't really care at this point whether it's false or true is the i'd say i like it more than like uh riley playing jerry bus yeah like they need they need jerry west in every episode i like that he's chilling out palms rings eavesdropping on uh practices love the end where finally the showtime is starting to form and then uh jack kenny hits him with like by the way jerry yeah, was practice. <laughs> I'm loving uh, Jerry it. Was, like Jerry West laughs like, and you could tell he's gonna laugh and walk out the door like, "There's son of a bitch!" Like, man, this motherfucker, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love well, it. Well, shoot. Uh, any any final thoughts before we go in and wrap it up? Uh, man, love the any, Michael Cooper. Any bit. you want to go back to uh, losing time, or you want to stay on sending time? Yeah, we can uh we can talk a little bit more losing time, man. Um, why not? I love Twitter. Let, let me just go through. Let me just go through the schedule and tell me if you think they're going to win any of these games. I think they. Oh, okay, here we go. Tuesday at Mavericks. Um, that's going to be a loss, right? Mm. If they put up that effort. That they put it against the 76ers, it's a possibility. Mavericks are a weird team, you know? And we have weird success against them sometimes. Yeah. I'm going to call it a win, man. I'm going to call it a okay. win. I'm going to call it, I'm calling it now. A big Westbrook game. Okay. Okay. At Jazz on Thursday. We got, okay, oh. Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday, back-to-back. At Utah. And then we're coming back home against the Pelicans. Uh, I will say now, a... Now, I think that Friday game is when AD comes back. I'll call that a win. I'll call the Jazz. LeBron don't play. Man, it's so hard because we get into the those times during the year where, like, let me see where the Jazz are in the standings. They probably will just pull everybody. So it's kind of well, hard. There's one team. There's one team a little bit down the road that I think might pull people. Well, no, the Jazz. The Jazz are mm, jogging yeah, jazz the can't, Yeah, they can't. Jazz can't afford. They can't. They can't quite afford to pull anybody right now. No, they're they're uh, them and the Mavericks are going to be fighting. Hey, well, shoot, and then the look. Nuggets are not too far behind either. I mean, and just speaking to, of which, to be real, Jazz could be Jazz slip up. They could very well fall out of the. Automatic playoff bid. I mean, they're not too far yeah, out. I mean, it's it's not it's not insane. We'll we'll see. I mean, yeah, they're the 
There's only three and a half games separating the four Mavs, five Jazz, six Nuggets, and then the seven Timberwolves. And then a large chasm between the Timberwolves and the Clippers. But yeah, uh, it's not insane. I, okay, yeah, the Jazz have lost four in a row. That's why I was going to say, I was like, why are the Jazz like struggling? Um, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I could see a win on Tuesday. I think they're going to lose in Utah. I don't think LeBron will be playing that game, and I don't think AD will be playing that game And in Utah. It's, I don't like that. Uh, then at home, Pelicans, the second night of the back-to-back, maybe we'll get LeBron. Maybe we'll get AD. I think if we get AD, I actually think that could be a win just because most of the reasons I thought we were struggling so much in the second half on Sunday was because we don't have a viable big or a viable forward, and I consider AD to be both a center and forward at the same time sometimes. But then, mm. yeah, Sunday, April 3rd, home against the Nuggets. And that's a and that's like a 1.30 local Pacific time tip-off. I feel like LeBron and the boys hate those games. Uh, that seems like a loss for sure to me. But then going to your resting point, Tuesday, April 5th, at Phoenix. Are we getting the full Phoenix squad in that game? Um, no, they're not. Re- they're not resting nah, anybody they, yet, right? Nah, they'll they'll probably have some people resting by then. They'll they'll be on rest. Chris Paul will definitely be out because they'll probably let me see when and the they've, Suns. Yeah, play. they've got the they've got the number one overall seed wrapped up. Yeah, no games on Monday because the championship game, right? Oh April yeah, 4th, yeah. April so 4th, no games Monday, on Monday. That's definitely gonna be the national championship. Yeah, they'll 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 call it Sunday. They got the Suns on Sunday. Have the Thunder. They'll definitely pull. They'll pull their guys. They'll pull them. They'll pull all their guys. The Lakers will get them all vulnerable. I'll say that's okay. A then win. after the Suns, so Suns at Suns, we're gonna call maybe a win, right? Mm-hmm. Barring barring the Suns deciding, no, nah, we're gonna, we're gonna play this last this last game against our our buddies, the Lakers, and then and then we'll put in the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. I think I think you're right. I think they'll rest people. But then right after Suns got the Warriors in Golden State, I'm assuming. I call it a win. I don't really, I don't really know. If Steph's not playing Mm-mm. and if Draymond's not, and that's another team like the Mavs, I feel like we just have a weird random success sometimes against. Uh, and then Warriors first night of back-to-back Friday back at home against the Thunder. If they, it better be a fucking win. <laughs> if they freaking lose to the Thunder, are they? No, they're one. They they won once against the Thunder, barely, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so they're one and two against Thunder. If they go one and three against the Thunder, and this one without Josh Giddy or Shea, because they're both shut down now at this point. If you haven't heard, I'll lose it. And then final game of the season against Denver. I would assume Denver would not be. Oh, we'll see if they're safe in their spot, whatever they're at, at that point. Maybe they'll rest some people. But so, what we're looking, so we're saying Mavs, maybe. I mean, all these are maybes. Mavs, maybe win. Pelicans, maybe a win if we get the two big dogs back. Nuggets, loss. So, what we're at, two and two right now through those first four, including tomorrow's game. At Suns, I think we're going to call that a win. Three and two. At Golden State, uh, I think we're going to call, call that a win. win. Yeah, because they, they beat them once with Steph. They should have beat them on opening night. They should have beat them in Golden State. They played them three times and all, right? Yes. Yeah, the they, fourth. It's weird. Like you said, it's, as bad as the Lakers are, that's what makes me even mad, matter. Like some of the teams that they could have got themselves in position to face off against, they would have had like a clear advantage. And, and even like they shorthand. Have the, and, and sometimes they have the Jazz number, but if they don't have LeBron or AD, I'm not giving them a fighter's chance in that yeah. one. Um, Oklahoma City, I guess, just better be a win. So that's what? At Nuggets, I'm calling that a two. loss, especially in Denver. Okay. So yeah. Five and three. Mavs, one. Pelicans, two. Suns three, Warriors four, Thunder five. So we're claiming they're going to go five and three. 
Hey man, I believe they'll do it. I'll man. take it. I'll take it. And and it's not because I think the Lakers will be playing great. Right? We have to be clear. We're we're putting some uh, caveats in there in terms of the Thunder not playing, Thunder and Suns not playing their full teams, uh, and of course getting AD back. But also, uh, let me see. Does that mean we're does that mean we're predicting a back to back win for the first time in J- since January seventh? Let's see. Let's see. So we're thinking. They might win Suns against the Suns, Warriors, and Thunder. That'd be three games in a row. That'd be the first time they had three wins in a row. So well, since January seventh, they January seventh marked a four game win streak, which doesn't seem real, does it? It does not seem real. It does not seem real at all. That's their longest winning streak of the season, also by the way. So you done talking losing time? <laughs> I think I am uh, giving. I've given all my life I can give. We've given all the heart we can. The Lakers have really not given any heart this season. Oh, but beside the point, you got any further thoughts on losing time, winning time, or sending time? Nah, man, I think that's pretty much it, man. Um, I'm going to call it a night on that front. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, tune in to the rest of these tankers. They playing hard, though, these two tanking teams, man. I respect it. And if there's anyone they can be, it's the Lakers. Uh, before I both sign of these teams off, beat the Lakers before. Oh my stomach! Ah, uh, they both beat before us. Before I sign off, let's see if the Spurs won, and they sure did. So they are half a game behind the Lakers. Perfect timing. That'll be it for us. Uh, my name is Donnie McHenry. That has been Walt. Lakers play on Tuesday against the Mavs, and if they lose, they're going to be tied with the Spurs. We will see how that goes. Well, thanks for talking to me tonight. Thank you for bringing me on, brother. Have a good night, man. I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace out.